Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter. Today we've got a very special episode of the Naughty But Nice Show. It is Queen Elizabeth's funeral. So today we're going to be just covering all the royal news. We're certainly going to handle it, hopefully in a respectful way. But we've also got some fun stories too. Today's episode is a tribute to Queen Elizabeth. What time is it, my friends? It is royal Tea time. She loved a cup of tea. So Harry and William are trying their best to get along while mourning the Queen. So the two have found it difficult being in each other's company over the past couple of days. The two brothers who became estranged for a number of years after Harry stepped out of the royal family have been forced to spend some time together since their grandmother's death on September 8th. A source close to Harry told the Sunday London Times, a fancy newspaper, that although being in each other's company has been uncomfortable at times, everybody, everybody is trying their best to get along. Prince William and Prince Harry's relationship has been tenuous, and that's putting it nicely, although they are reportedly trying their best to get along following the death 
of the Queen, the new Prince of Wales, that's William's new title, and the Duke of Sussex, they delighted fans last week when they appeared together, along with their wives Kate Middleton and Meghan Martle, to view the flowers and the tributes and the cards that were laid outside of Windsor Castle in honour of the late monarch. We know that this was William's idea. So William and Kate were meant to do this by themselves. They were going to come out of the gates meet the well-wishers, the public, look at some of the flowers, and about an hour before they were scheduled to do this, it was William who texted Harry and said, why don't you and Meghan join us? It was an olive branch, and so they did do it, and that's the first time the four of them have been seen together, all together united, in a very, very long time. So, yes, the body language was a little bit awkward. Kate and Megan, they both appeared to be particularly uncomfortable during the reunion, but they did it. you got to start somewhere. Also, too, on Tuesday, uh, the former Fab Four seemingly put on a united front when they sat down for dinner together at another royal family event. It was a, a dinner with other royal family members after receiving Queen Elizabeth's coffin at Buckingham Palace. So there was a dinner for the family. Harry and Meghan were invited to that, and they all seemed to get along. The two brothers, this is my favourite moment, though, and I don't think people know that this actually happened. There was another brief encounter last week, far away from the cameras. Nobody really knows this happened, but William, I love this about him, he's a great dad, and he was dropping his kids off at school. He was dropping off George and Charlotte and Louis at school, and he drove past... Meghan and Harry, who were in a separate car. Then they stopped, they reversed, they rolled out their window, and they had a brief chat. They're literally living five minutes away from each other on the estate of Windsor. So dropping the kids off from school, who turns around the corner in his car? There he was, it was Harry. It was Megan, and they stopped, and they chatted. So this chance encounter is another reason that we can be optimistic about all this. So the two have been really frosty, haven't they, since 2019, when Harry shared in an interview that he and William were certainly on different paths, and those paths have become even further apart. The relationship really receded, though, let's be honest, when Harry and Meghan sat down and did that bombshell interview with Oprah Winfrey. That was a tough one. And so that's when things got really, really nasty. But baby steps, baby steps. This is all going to help. Yes, it's really awkward, but at least it's the beginning. Also, too, I thought this was lovely. King Charles was the one that authorised Prince Harry could wear his military uniform to the vigil. So it was Charles himself that gave permission to the ex-royal, his son, to put on his military uniform for the vigil. They said this was the king's request. It was the king that decided he wanted Harry to put on the uniform. His mum, the Queen, said no. His mum, the Queen, had stripped him of all his military titles. When he quit royal life in 2020, a source told the Daily Mirror that the situation was really ludicrous, given that Prince Harry had served 10 years, 10 years, 
in the army, including two active tours of Afghanistan. And he also to establish the Invictus Games. I love this. Harry did not request this when he was told he couldn't wear his military uniform. He was okay with it. He was disappointed. He was probably a bit angry, but he was going to be okay with it. But the dad stepped in, and I think that's another sign that hopefully this family is healing, which brings us to our poll question of the day. Uh, Prince William and Prince Harry are trying their best to get along. It's awkward, but they're trying their best to get along while mourning the Queen. Do you think these two brothers will ever be friends again? Can they fix this? Go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob. Our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow when we have a regular show. Miss D's back and we're back to our regular celebrity gossip. Hey, moving along. So although he did wear that uniform for the vigil, there was something missing from it. Maybe even a hidden insult. I know. There's always drama, isn't it? So both Harry and William, they wore the uniform. It's actually got a a fancy title. It's called the Blues and Royals Number One Dress Uniform. They wore it at at the King's request. However, there was something missing from Harry's uniform. The Queen, the late Queen's Royal Cipher, her initials, E.R., were not on Harry's uniform. Eagle-eyed royal watchers, including me, uh, noticed that William, he had ER on his uniform. Harry did not. A source told the Times of London that Harry was heartbroken, uh, that they were removed. His grandmother's initials were removed, and it was very intentional. It was not an accident. They were removed on purpose, and he was heartbroken about that. But at the same time, too, he was happy to be back in his military uniform. My insiders tell me this meant so much to Harry. What are the things that he missed most about stepping away from the family was getting stripped of of all his military titles, all the work he did, his uniform. As I said, he was in the military for over 10 years, so he was allowed to wear the uniform, but the Queen's initials, ER, had been stripped. Mm, I know. Hey, moving along, so President Biden and the First Lady paid their respects to Queen Elizabeth at Westminster Hall before the funeral. So President Biden and the First Lady paid their respects to Queen Elizabeth on Sunday. Uh, yesterday, they visited her coffin in London's Westminster Hall. That's basically the Houses of Parliament, where she is currently uh, laying in state. Tens of thousands of people have cycled through to say their final goodbyes. In fact, estimates now think it's over a million people. While the Queen's coffin lay on display in Westminster Hall, and although the Bidens did not have to wait online, some Brits waited 24 hours. They got a VIP entrance. Mr. Biden, President Biden, was not waiting online, but he did pay his respects. We saw Biden... Make a sign of the cross when when he arrived, and he placed his hand, oh, it was lovely, over his heart to pay respect. The president was filmed on the balcony overlooking the late monarch's coffin, and he was joined by the first lady, and visitors continued to enter the hall below. In fact, I'm told a lot of visitors didn't look up. They had no idea the president of the United States was with them in that hall. The president and the first lady, they arrived on Saturday in London, 
and they're going to stay until late Monday because they are attending the funeral. The Bidens also signed the official condolence book for the Queen in Lancaster House on Sunday, and then they went to Buckingham Palace for a reception with dignitaries, including the new King. This story is so interesting. I I can't wait to know what you think about this. So Kate and William are talking about taking George and Charlotte to the Queen's funeral. So we will know whether or not they decided to do this in just moments, in just moments when the funeral starts. So Prince William and Kate are considering taking George and Charlotte to the funeral. So Charlotte's now seven. George is nine. The new Prince and Princess of Wales. I love those new titles. They're debating this and thinking maybe the children should be able to say farewell to their great-grandmother. Now, we do know little Louis, the naughty one, I love him, is four years old after his antics in the crowd at the Queen's Jubilee in June. It's believed that he's probably too young to attend. Sources said the, the royal couple are still debating it. Sometimes they say yes, sometimes they say no. Are the children going to be in the way? Are they going to be naughty? But they are now second and third in line to the throne. So after Prince Charles, it's Prince William, and then it's George, and then it's Charlotte. So Palace Insiders, they they wouldn't confirm ahead of time if the kids are going to be there, but we will find out in just minutes. Prince William is reassuring fans that Queen Elizabeth, his grandmother, her beloved corgis are just Fine. Oh, this is good news, isn't it? So he surprised mourners outside Westminster Hall, where some of them have been waiting 24 hours to pay respects to Queen Elizabeth on Saturday. And one person had a question that we're all talking about. They asked, how are the late Queen's beloved corgis faring? How are the dogs? He said the following quote. I saw them the other day, yeah? And he said that they are being very well looked after, they're doing just fine, and they're two very friendly corgis. He said they've got a good home, and they're being well looked after. It is well known that Queen Elizabeth harboured a lifelong adoration for her dogs, particularly corgis when she died at the age of 96. She had two left. She had Mick and she also had Sandy, but she also had a Cocker Spaniel, it was quite old, actually. I think she's the Cocker Spaniel 16, called Lissy. Another one of her pups, unfortunately, which was a dachshund corgi mix named Candy, passed away just a few months before the Queen did. So, so now the corgis, we know they are living with the Queen's son, the disgraced Prince Andrew, and his ex-wife, Sarah Ferguson. They are all living together in a shared residence. Can you believe it? Even though they're divorced, they do live in the same house in Windsor, as previously reported here on the Naughty But Nice Show. Back in 1933, Queen Elizabeth received her very first corgi dookie dookie was the name and the pooch was gifted to her when she was just seven years old by her father king george oh i'm so happy that dogs are doing just fine hey this story is just lovely so while 
Prince William was talking to the people in the lines. He said that the Queen would never believe the number of mourners that have come to pay their respect. He, he said he was quite emotional and he just saw the vast amount of people, all the mourners, to, who wanted to get a view of, of the Queen's coffin. He said the following to a well-wisher. She would never have believed this. It seems to be uniting everybody and bringing everybody together. We need that at the moment, don't we? He also noted that he hoped people were making friends in the line. I know people who have lined up and they change numbers and now they're on a group text together and I hope they stay in touch and some of them plan to get a drink and meet up and he said it means just an awful lot that you are here and you're all doing an amazing job. So are you, Prince William. I love that he surprised all the people waiting in line. Hey, quickly before we get a break, we found out how King Charles found out that that his mother was dying and it was actually a phone call that he received. So he learned that his mummy was close to death when he got an urgent phone call. And that was just moments ahead of the rest of the world. So the... So the palace put out a statement that the Queen's health was failing. Charles got a call just moments before. Charles and his wife, Camilla, they were in Scotland, thankfully, and they scrambled the moment they were informed the elderly Queen's health had taken a turn. Sources say that Camilla was actually about to record a TV interview with Jenna Bush-Hager from the Today Show. And Jenna said she heard footsteps and running down the hallway. And then she went on to say that she actually, Jenna, dined with Prince Charles the night before his mother's passing. And there was nothing to indicate anything was was happening here. So... uh, that interview was cancelled, and then the next morning, Charles got a call saying the Queen was really in bad shape, and they jumped on a helicopter and rushed to Belmoral Castle. Sources say, quote, Charles took the call and everything went silent. Then the next thing we knew, it was this mad panic to get Charles and Camilla into a helicopter and to the Queen. Hey, we're going to take a quick break here, but we will be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Rob Shooter with all the news today on such a, a sad but also inspiring day. What a wonderful, wonderful life. We are celebrating Queen Elizabeth today with all the royal news, all the royal news. So let's do our nicest of the day. This story is lovely. So David Beckham, the football player, got emotional after waiting in line for 12 hours to mourn Queen Elizabeth. He got very emotional. He waited 12 hours to pay his respect The British soccer star was spotted wiping tears away from his eyes while he was inside Westminster Hall on Friday. He could also be seen burying his head in his hands as he stood with the other mourners. So he got on Lion at about 2am. He wore a cap, hoped people wouldn't recognise him, but they did. He got on Lion 2am on Friday morning and waited over 12 hours. So he didn't seem to mind the attention and he even bought lucky fans some donuts to give them some energy as they waited on the long long line hey you know he could have skipped the line people went up to him officials and said you just want to come through the back door we could sneak you in he said no and i think that's just so british and so charming and and a lesson for all celebrities out there 
wait your turn. Our nicest of the day, and now our naughtiest of the day. Naughty, 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 naughty. So Harry and Meghan discovered they were disinvited to the reception at Buckingham Palace by reading it in the press. I know. So there was a big dinner on Sunday night last night for all the world leaders, the dignitaries from around the world who had arrived in London for the Queen's funeral. So Meghan and Harry got an invite and then they were told don't come. They were uninvited. So this is what happened. Apparently, this was just for the working royals. And they're not working royals anymore. This was a state function. And so they were sent an invite by mistake. <gasps> oh, have you ever done that? Have you ever invited somebody by mistake? I have. My philosophy, though, is if you invite them, you can't take it back. You've just got to suck it up. Well, that didn't happen at the palace. They took the invitation back, and the way that the royals, Meghan and Harry, found out about it was through the press. Oh, how embarrassing. If this family can cause drama, they will. They've got to get it together. So I do understand, and we should point out here, they chose to leave the royal family. They were not kicked out. They were not fired. They wanted to leave the family. And so because of that now, they don't get invited to the working events. But I spoke to a source close to Meghan here, and they said, don't feel sorry for them. When Meghan did that interview with Oprah, she talked about having suicidal thoughts. The pressure everything that goes along with being a member of that family. It was too much for her. That's why she wanted to get out. So I think in a good way, doing less, not going to these big events that can be really nerve-wracking. We've all been invited to parties and places or work things that we don't really want to go to. You've got to make chit-chat. You don't know anybody. So I think here they're probably grateful that they don't have to go. They chose this. And so I think for their own mental health, not having to do this is probably a good idea. It sounds awful, doesn't it? When you're told you're disinvited to a party, particularly a party at Buckingham Palace, you think it sounds terrible. But I think this is actually what they want. They don't want to do this, so don't feel sorry for them. But nevertheless, the people that send out the invite by mistake, you're a naughtiest of the day. Hey, let's end with a moment of rob. You get a rob, you get a rob, you get a rob. Today's quote is from, of course, Queen Elizabeth. She said the following, and it just stopped me in my tracks. She said the following quote, Grief is the price we pay for love. Think about that. If we're lucky enough to really love somebody, to have love in our life, it doesn't come free. The price of love is grief. If you're going to love that passionately that much, if you're lucky enough to find that much love, when it goes, there's grief. And that's the price to pay. And I would argue we should all be so lucky to have this grief in our life because it meant that we truly, really loved. That is it for today. A special tribute episode to Queen Elizabeth. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. And thank you so much for listening to the Naughty But Nice with Rob show and production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen, and leave us a review if you can. They really do help. And all together now, let's sing this out loud for Queen Elizabeth. Remember, if you're going to be naughty, 
You've got to be nice. Take care, everybody. Pip, pip. And God save the It's naughty but nice with Rob. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 